Lawrence is recovering slower than most other. The only one is what? St. Louis and... St. Louis and something else. Was it Memphis? I don't know. Please. Oh, there's a new head honcho at the downtown council, too. Yeah, I got that in the news. The news. Okay, St. Good. Louis has turned into an absolute freaking hellhole. Why is, deal? Yeah. why is Jade Tittle moving to her next job a big deal? Why? Well, can I thank you? I was telling Reavers these these uh, these current DJs uh, they take a breath and they get front page coverage. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're liberal. That's why they're part of the they're part of the dynamic that you makes up the, the media. Pelican doing middays on the current, <laughs> maybe getting some pub. Okay, I have something really really good here. Is as a matter of fact, it's too good for the show. I think it needs to go on the council. Listen to this. Uh-oh. This is from my local newspaper, The Police Blotter. Complainant saw an adult and a kid with their dog and what appeared to be a dead cat. No. There was a rope tied to both the dog and the cat with the dog dragging the dead cat person one stated the dog killed the cat this morning and the dead cat acts as a deterrent for further killings i'll be damned that's uh (laughs) what have you said about you being more scared to go out i would rather walk nude through north minneapolis at two in the morning than to be in some of these hellhole mountain dew drinking rural outposts I can't criticize you for that. Jesus Joe. Christ. It's <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. You're right. That is no, it's it's more <laughs> surreal than that. It's it's just <laughs> grotesque. Yeah. yeah. Your soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I'll hang out in South <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> the dog is dragging a dead this is part of the training process. <laughs> oh, it's like something out of a David Lynch or Fellini movie or yeah. something. Yeah. Why you got that uh, dog cat tied to the cat? We're teaching him a lesson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have to get back to Earth now. <laughs> you know, you know that that deputy put the car in reverse and just eased. We'll back. See you later, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Council can hear you, Webs. That's okay, Kenny. Google Hi. XSR nine hundred GP. I put a deposit down at Moon for one. Hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. What, what, what kind? X. SSR XSR 900 GP. GP is a street bike. Yeah, you're too old. It looks you ju- can't lean your neck forward that much. It looks <laughs> just like the race bikes, the Kenny Roberts race bikes. It's white with red and Ooh. it's a retro. Oh my God, so Mike! Just put a just put a deposit at Moon. 900 oh cc's. Yeah. So it wow. Only goes about 200 miles an hour. Yep. So you'll kill yourself. A lot quicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kenny's, Kenny's, I think. Hold on. Ahead. Can you hear him? No. Every time Here. we think the motorcycle industry's heritage segment has reached its zenith, another major manufacturer cashes in and the cycle continues. This time it's Yamaha's turn with the announcement of the remarkably provocative Yamaha XSR 900 GP. That thing is sexy. I knew you'd love it, Kenny. 
Wow. Cool, Mike. How far forward are you? Pretty forward? Pretty forward. I'm too old for it, but what do I care? Yeah. YOLO. Right? Yeah. Wow. I just wanted to tell Kenny. Great. Mike has owned Kenny. more motorcycles than any person I have ever met. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've had I, 16. Oh, I bet you his is in the hundreds. Oh, okay then, yeah. <laughs> Call him back. <laughs> I, I'm willing to lose. Uh, that's fine. No, seriously, he has got it bad. I don't know. A couple years ago. But that is sweet. Oh, look at the time. I got a new car I like, Kenny. What'd you find? Well, it's another niche car that's of value. How big is it? Small. I like small cars. Subaru WRX. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. All-wheel drive. Yep. Six-speed manual. 276 horse. Yep. And I bang for the buck. They're you know they're thirty five grand. Yep. Why in the hell go spend fifty for a BMW two series? Uh, I just can't see it. I can't see it. Yep. Subaru makes some really. You know what? Uh, you might not realize it, but even the Crosstrek is a cool little car. I don't want any U.S. SUV like car. Right. That's the problem. That's why you wouldn't own one. But this uh, WRX, that that's a neat little car. And they're well-engineered, they're well-made, and they, they're they surprisingly affordable, uh, and they'll get you through the snow, and they're fun. Is that their rally car? Well, that might could, be their rally car. Well, it it is a rally car, but not in a configuration you'd go and buy at the dealership. No, no, of course not. Hmm. Yeah, it, Subaru's got a bad name um, because of the stupid hippies that drive them and then drive five miles under the speed limit in the left lane. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of really cool Subarus. I don't know anything about the history of the company, uh, but I do know that it's uh, they make a nicely engineered product. Yeah. Um, Chris, can you hear us? Chris, how you doing? I'm great, Joe. How are you? Well, how about Josh? Is he almost done? It's almost noon. Done, Joe. It's noon. 11.58. I'm writing today. I'm it's noon. 11. You don't even know what your column's going to be yet. Uh, you write about us? Yeah. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Store. I don't Rook, have this. will you please get the mayor set up? Yeah. This page here, Rook. Thank you. Hey, do you like that route you took yesterday? Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, more, does it take you longer? No, I think it's just you. But it's the same, but more pleasant. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I'm upset. You didn't even notice my new vest today. Buffalo Sabres? No. My new vest. I, I'm sorry I didn't. I, I, you know what? When wrong, promptly admit it. I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay, Joe. When wrong, promptly admit it. Council, you're never going to get that on, a, on any you know, other podcast, uh, are you? 
to hell with you guys and your cars. I played a guitar in Bismarck I want, but I can't afford it. So if you guys want to give well, me a Christmas present, I'll pitch in maybe. You John, know. there's a lot of cars I drive and I can't afford them either. That's, mm -hmm. What do you think I'm touting this WRX for? It's I know, affordable. A lot, of people, like a lot well, of people like the X a lot of, part. A lot of people like it. Thanks, Brad. What kind of guitar did you play? Uh, it's an Eastman is the brand, uh, company, and it's a Frank <clears throat> Vignola signature How much? series. It's so about uh, I could get one for thirty one hundred if I tried hard enough. They go for anywhere from thirty one to thirty seven. Chris, please tell me I have a Moon Motorsports today. Kenny, you do not. I'm sorry. And not, oh, I don't Joe have one tomorrow. Fun. Joe has eco fun. No, we're not. Remember, we're off tomorrow. Damn it, Joe. What? <laughs> Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. I am sitting on this hot news from Mike Weber. Well, I'll trade him if he wants to do Moon today. We don't do an eco this no, week. No, I need you to do eco. No, today. we got to follow the rules. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. We're nearing what's called month end. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. They get mad when we do what we want. They don't like that. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> okay, you. Joe. Okay, Rain Man. Let's start. Real good driver. I forgot Judge to write, Wapner. I forgot Judge to write Wapner. Down the number. Two minutes for Wapner. <laughs> what number is it? One one seven nine. What kind one, is it? Two thirty. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1179, October 26, 2023. 83 degrees on this day in 1955, and 16 degrees on this it was the low on this day in 1962. Hail the flashlight, King! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Have they caught the murdering bastard? in Lewiston, Maine yet. They have John? not. They no, have not. they have not. You know what I've always wondered? The guy's 40 years old. Apparently he underwent some mental health care this summer in which he apparently or allegedly threatened to blow up, what, federal institutions. Yes. Why would you not make sure at that point you take the guy's guns away? Am I violating uh, some constitutional principle there? If you come in and tell the shrink, look, I'm going to go get people, why do you get to keep your guns? Well, isn't an easier question? Why was he roaming amongst us? Yeah, that's my question. Well, here's I mean, my, uh, here's my main question. Why do men, if people are mentally ill, why do they flee the cops? In other words, they think what they're doing is not wrong. So why wouldn't you just shoot 16 people, God forbid, and then stand there and say, yeah, what's the problem? Well, some have, and because they've essentially become, at that point, suicidal, correct? Well, see, I, talking... made that, I made that sound too crass. What I mean is, if you're that whacked out, why are you hiding behind trees in the forest? You, 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 you must know then that what you did was wrong. There isn't a guidebook for mental illness. Right. I mean, every person is different. 
And are you talking suicide by cop? Is that what you're I'm referring not. to? Did you say me? me? I, no, I meant, you know, because at some point. No, Joe. Well, I guess what I meant, Kenny, was just at some point, certain types of remorse might set in with some people. Oh, yeah. And then at that point, they just think, okay, it's it's time to, it's time but, to uh, go. You mean like they snap I, I, out of it? I don't know. I guess I would agree with both of you. Why did he have firearms? Why was he on the loose? He sounds really dangerous. And he obviously was. And apparently in the bowling alley was a youth event. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know yet what the outcome of that is? I wonder why we don't know that. We have the number of dead in each uh, facility that he hit, and I think it was eight, if I remember right, in the bowling center. But we don't know. It's a total of 18, correct, Johnny? Uh, It's 18, yep. The other seven were in a bar, and then there was a couple outside. It was 22 last night, which is why this one needs about 72 hours. Yeah. Before you know it, there was this interview. I don't know what outlet, but they interviewed a guy that said he basically slid into where the pins are and crawled up the yeah. back mechanism to to basically avoid being shot. Yeah. I'm probably the only one here who could, uh, who, who uh, what am I trying to say? Lewiston, Maine rang a bell. Why should Lewiston, Maine be your, in your consciousness? Uh, you're right. Why is that in my consciousness? That's where Ali fought Sonny Liston uh. in May of 1965 in a brutal, weird rematch. Huh. Why it ended up in Lewiston, Maine, I didn't have time to, to research today, but it was a very famous... You covered that one? Jesus Christ, no, I'm, I'm not that old. He was in his 40s oh. then, so... <laughs> he had already, Sorry! 1965? He was a columnist was that, by that time. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that was the site of the, of the Ali, well, Cassius Clay, actually, and uh, Sonny Liston fight. Which Ali fight did you cover? Down goes Frazier. Much later in life, okay. I covered a bunch of them. I thought that's why you brought it up. I'm sorry. No, I brought it up because I have not heard of Lewiston, Maine in any other context except for that fight and then what happened yesterday. Got it. So you fellas want to get into a permit to carry argument and nope. do all that and to discuss that? And <laughs> could this have been stopped? And should you be allowed to carry um, and conceal while you're at a liquor establishment. You want to get into that uh, discussion, or should we let You know it what I heard? I, 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 I sometimes go up and down the dial on the way in here to see what everybody's up to. And Pulse. Get a pulse. Get a pulse. And Glenn Beck had a Jewish woman on, a columnist for the uh, New York Post, and she's advising Jews to buy guns. Oh. And But her logic was pretty hard to argue with. She said, no one's going to save us. No one's going to, we're on our own. And so she went and did all the lessons and got the permit and, and she's advising her friends to also do that. And I just thought I'd mention that because, uh, she believes that no one's coming to save them. Yeah. We have a new speaker of the house. (laughs) Call me now. Puppet. The guy's name is Mike Johnson. He's a Trump syncophant, which is why he got the gig. Nobody knows him. He's been, uh, he's the least, uh, least longest serving member of Congress to rise to the speaker position since uh, 18, well, I have it here, since 1885. Uh, where is it? I had it here. I don't know where I put it. 
Uh, he's very uh, wet behind the ears, and he's a, a staunch, uh, well, he's a staunch uh, Trump defender and election denier. Uh, you know, Emmer had the audacity to uh, sign off on the Biden victory, and that's why Trump uh, is boasting about how he shot him out of the water. So we have Mike Johnson from Louisiana is the uh, House Speaker. He is 51 years old, Joe. Mm -hmm. Why are they so afraid of the Oompa Loompa? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know why that psychopath holds so much power. I, I don't get it. Unless it's to just because they want to preserve their life on the third rail and they think he's their ticket. I, I don't, other than that, I don't know why. That's burying your head in the sand. I, I just don't know why. I'd like to read you something from uh, a woman named Barry Weiss, who I, uh, I enjoy her work. She is a New York, she was a New York Times editorial writer who quit, which was a really rare situation. But she quit when she realized how insulated and out of touch the paper had become. Hmm. And she couldn't abide by that anymore. And now I believe she has a podcast in her own, uh, would it be fair to call it a Substack? Is that what we call it? Yeah, and she works for a, an organization called the Free Press, which is an online newspaper. J uh, journalist Barry Weiss. Right? That's her, right? Yes. Journalist Barry Weiss, a Jew Jewish liberal who quit the New York Times over its anti-Semitism, writes... As a Democrat who has been left homeless, who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning in, as a Democrat who has been left homeless, she means by her party, hmm. who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right, I am left yet again with an appreciation, despite the messenger, of the message of the Trump administration, because what those guys did was pretty incredible in hindsight. So much of the work that happened in that Trump administration turns out to have been right. And that's what's so frustrating for me. The work on the border wall, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. Turned out it was right. Issuing long-term debt to refinance when rates were at zero, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. A structural peace in the Middle East, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. When are we going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And when are we going to actually see and take the time to look past who is saying things and actually listen to them word for word? If it's clear that the last two weeks have been a wake-up call, the next question is why? Part of the answer is the sheer depravity of Hamas terrorism. That depravity has made the justification and celebration of their acts by those who police pronouns that much starker. The contradictions and moral bankruptcy of a worldview that spends years worrying about microaggressions and tone policing but can't decide which side it is on after the beheading of babies aren't exactly difficult to spot. To put it another way, when Black Lives Matter organizations are lionizing Islamist terrorists by posting a paraglider logo, you'd be a fool not to reassess things. The events of the last week have shattered the illusion that wokeness is about protecting victims and standing up for persecuted minorities. This ideology is and always has been, has been about one thing many of us have told you it is about for years, power. 
And after the last two weeks, there can be no doubt about how these people will use any power they seize. They will seek to destroy in any way they can those who disagree. I can't argue with a word she said. Okay. I just can't argue with a word she said. It's just, to me, though, it remains an incredible shame that you can't find a reasonable, rational, same, sane human being who has the same message as Trump. That's the great shock of this country. We don't have that. What am I supposed to do, Kenny? Look at my phone. No, it's it's to me. <clears throat> oh. So uh, there you have it. I... What do you think, Johnny? Well, I think you're right. There's a lot there uh, that is agreeable, to say the least. But the the big item, I think, as you've already hit upon, is why why that messenger? Why such a, a individually corrupted person is seen as the fellow? There has to be other people who believe in doing things that Trump believes in who are not as foully upset and corrupted ideologically for his own personal gain as Trump. There has to be. Where is that person? Mm-hmm. And and why do these obsequious syncophants in the in Congress continue to turn to him for their for their uh, permission to do anything? I don't get it. Does anyone get it? No. But it's no. it's countrywide though, Joe. It's not just the people in Congress. True. I mean, it's countrywide, and right. you divide them. You divided yesterday. Divided them up into different groups. There's about four f- Republican parties, and, and I, I, I see it. It's you know, there's the white collar, and there's the blue collar, and then there's a whole bunch of different subgroups in between the white and blue collar people that love uh, President Trump. They and just then, love then, them. Then the mega Republicans are are the uh, extreme right. Did you see where Ilhan Omar would not vote? Yeah. For this country to defend it. Here's my shocked face. (laughs) Right. Omar broke from her Minnesota colleagues and most other members of the U.S. House on Wednesday by voting against a resolution in support of Israel. Omar, who represents Minneapolis and several of its suburbs, was one of just 10 House members to oppose the measure. I'm sure Tlaib opposed it and other members of the squad. Squad. And the only one from Minnesota, the resolution, which is largely symbolic and garnered 412 votes in favor, reaffirmed Israel's right to self-defense, condemned Hamas' brutal war against Israel, and proclaimed the U.S. ready to assist Israel in the conflict. Omar said the resolution rightly acknowledges and mourns the lives taken by Hamas, but said she voted against it because it fails to acknowledge and mourn the Palestinians killed by Israel in retaliation. I and what wow. my take on that is there's no moral equivalency. Hamas started it. Right. So the only thing apparently that would have pleased Omar is for Israel not to have retaliated, which is on unreasonable very unreasonable yeah and hamas started it by going after citizens not going after military installations or or industrial complexes there is no moral equivalency here none none at all but omar sees that there is 
I don't uh, think she has the same outlook on this country that no that Hamas committed war crimes at the from the get go. Mm-hmm. Our position should be consistent in defending innocent lives. Omar said, "No moral equivalency." Hamas started it by taking innocent lives. And we're at a point now in the world where when warfare breaks out, there are large faction factions of Ilhan Omar types who will not acknowledge, however tragically, that civilian casualties will be part of the equation. And that's what I was just going to say. Are you surprised it was only 10 that voted? Yeah. I, because, and the only reason I say that is because look at how many pro-Palestine protests that we've had, even right here in our own backyard, all across the country. I was surprised it was only 10 people. In other words, when you go to war and you are justified in your warfaring, it is unfortunate that part of that and it's been that way for 3,000 years, will be the loss of, of civilians. Right. That's the... In World War II, were we not supposed to burn and, and bomb German installations because a farmer 200 yards away might have died? That's horrible, but that's what had to be done. Right. And and I, I, I think Omar, there's not a... There's not a conflict she could approve of unless maybe it's just a conflict where the world turns against the United States. Let's hope that doesn't happen soon. Betty McCollum of St. Paul called for an immediate ceasefire on all sides. There you go, hon. Good job. McCollum has been critical of Israeli government policies in the past, but said that Hamas attacks were clearly intended to annihilate Israel. Those crimes cross a red line and must be unequivocally condemned as they are clear violations of international human rights law, McCollum said. Obama and eight other Democrats opposed the measure along with one Republican. Do you think um, when Hamas is making their strategy, they said, hey, guys, um, there's a gal in St. Paul. She wants a ceasefire. Should we just call it a day? Yeah, I guess so. If she wants <laughs> to call for it. I, I mean, guess what so. an empty statement that is. Ilhan, Hamas is the governing body of Gaza. She knows this, Joe. It's who the people voted for. She's not an idiot. She knows what she's doing. And this is the soft sell she's giving us. This is the, the real gentle sell that she's providing us with. She knows she has evil in her heart. She knows exactly what's going on, and she knows her role in this. You know what's become blurred? Soft sell, tainted love. Moral clarity has just yeah. become the, blurred. There isn't any. There, there's no the such world. Thing. Yeah, there's no such thing anymore. The, uh, the head of the U.N., Guterres, is adamantly defending Hamas. The UN has never kept peace anywhere in the world. I despise the organization. I despise them setting up in plush conditions in my country. I want them gone. They've never accomplished anything. They're frauds, and they have no moral clarity. You know who None. agrees with you on that? A lot of people don't like the UN. Yep. 
A lot of people like hate. Take time to fight. Time limit, by the way. A lot of bullets. Gold Here's read. your latest Ilhan Omar <laughs> report on Garage Logic. Time read limit. what Guterres said. This is the head of the UN. Hmm. This supposed global peace-loving institution. Right. Bunch of phonies. They have no moral or ethical clarity whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't like the A lot UN. of UN people don't like people. <laughs> it seems to me that the UN does the opposite of what their mission is. Yeah, you're right. Say, I got a note that writes, uh, waiting for the funeral home to meet us at my dad's memory care unit left me anxious and unsure of what was to come next. I was so pleasantly surprised to feel instantly at ease with this next step when we met the staff from Mueller Mortuary. They reassured us. They helped us make last-minute decisions regarding my dad. We met with Jordan and Nicole the next day to begin the planning process. They patiently worked with us to determine our budget and make choices. Their support continued through the funeral, helping us navigate through all that needed to be done in the wake of our father's death. We appreciate the professionalism and the kind way in which we were treated. In which we were treated, they made the process smooth so that we didn't need to worry about any details the day of the funeral. And their attention to detail was top notch. I can't recommend them enough. I've known the Mueller family all my life. They're now in the third generation of helping people celebrate lives well lived. Uh, they've taken care of both my mother and father, and Mueller helps you take care of the difficult details so you can spend time with your family. I've known Scott Mueller all my life. He's the current head of the Mueller Mortuary, and as I've said, I've grown up next door to them. I've known the family all my life. They uh, they are special people, and they will treat your loved ones in special ways. Uh, and they've been doing this for more than 75 years. Find out more at MuellerMemorial.com. Inquired. Have you ever inquired if that oh. can, if that can be recorded it, uh, and put we, in the rotation? We did a sales meeting on what was, when was that? That was last Friday, and I brought that up. What was said? Uh, it's being looked into. Okay. So, but Chris, I'll, I'll follow up with O'Brien. Yes, sir. I missed uh, the entire Barry segment as soon as he started reading it. Um, uh, you guys cut off. And I was uh, entertained by somebody doing a mic check with a harmonizer. And they were re reading a fake traffic report with a devil harmonizer voice. Was it KS? I wonder if that was, did our listeners hear what no. Kenny heard? Mm -mm. I, I don't know no. what it was, but I called Adam and uh, Adam fixed it for me. And ironically, I was hooked um, back up right as Joe finished. Okay. And you tried to turn it off to get back to the devil voice. <laughs> um, but no, I had read that Barry piece a number of times before I sent it to Joe, so I, I, I'm well aware of everything that she said. Okay. Did you know that Barry dated Kate McKinnon? Yes. I did not know that. And the only reason I knew that is when I looked her up when she first came up on the show. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Brace yourself, Joe. Plays for yeah. her own team? Yeah. The there cheeseburger ad person? 
Who she am I thinking of? She, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night she doesn't have team or uh, Verizon ads. She did. I don't know well, if she still I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, she might do a cheeseburger ad. Cheeseburger. Yeah, I think she does. Is she busty? No. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? I don't know. You thinking of their brunette? No. Is that how you tell the women apart? By their bosoms? Yeah, Joe. You sexist pig. What color are their eyes, Joe? Yeah, Joe. Charlotte McKinney is in a cheeseburger ad. I don't know who she Thank is. Thank you. Though. I'm thinking of Charlotte McKinney. Carl's and, uh, Jr. She does a Carl's Jr. ad. I bet you didn't notice her haircut. I can't blame Joe on Charlotte McKinney. Oh, I see her now. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Uh huh. <laughs> Let's okay. go. Joe's got a right. Joe's got a right. We are not ready. Oh, how I love Thursday. Come on. Oh, Here we go. Joe's got a right. You, you beautiful thing. A lot of people you. like Thursday. Oh, <laughs> not the producer. I see what you're saying now about Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I accept your apology. Well, <laughs> if it wasn't it's an awful. apology. It was just an acknowledgement <laughs> of you're offended. the obvious. <laughs> Uh, was I supposed to do something? I need today? a uh, Maple Grove lock <clears throat> and safe from you, Kenny. Uh, and I need a bomb, right? But not uh, Moon Motorsports. I'm sorry, no, we already did. Mike Weber just put money down on a Yamaha XSR 900 GP. He's going to get the first one that comes into the country. You could do that Monday. I mean, it's a pretty big deal for Mike Weber and Garage Logic and Moon Motorsports. Sorry. Very sorry. All right. Rolling. I don't think you're sorry. I don't think you are. I'm a little bit sorry. I don't think so. (laughs) Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Jamon. Looking at the calendar, so it's Thursday today? Yes, sir. Yes, today, tomorrow, Monday. Tuesday, the rest of October, business hours, Maple Grove Lock and Safe to take advantage of that 20% off sale on all in-stock safes at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Rich is making room for the new stuff coming in. And just to give you a little bit more of an incentive, Rich is going to install whatever accessory you pick up. He's going to install that accessory for free. Now, when it comes to our valuables, our goods, our wheat pennies, and everything else, uh, a safe, a Liberty safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. That's the best combination here in the Midwest. And you got to get in and talk to Rich. He knows everything there is to know. He's been at it for over 30 years. And Liberty has a brand new policy regarding access codes that I think you're going to like. So if you were one of those people up in arms here a month or a month or two ago, uh, don't worry. Uh, you're, you're, your uh, sensitive nature will be consoled, and you'll be happy with the new policy. Uh, but what should really make you happy? 20% off in any in-stock Liberty safe the rest of October, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. And, oh, of course, the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I, I found the document I was looking for. Mike Johnson has served less time in Congress than any other speaker since John G. Carlisle was elected December 3, 1883, Carlisle had served 6.75 years. Johnson is at 6.81 years. So he's a very, uh, very much a rookie. May I? Yes. 
this is something that we've talked about. I don't know if you're in agreement, but I know Chris and I have mentioned this in the past. We need less old duffers in Congress, and we need more young blood. So his length of service is not a concern um, as much as some of the other stuff he stands for. But the age thing doesn't, and the length of service doesn't bother me at all. Fine. Very good. And did we mention yesterday the judge who sprung the feeding our future scammer to go back to Africa to sell his resort? I brought it up towards the tail end during a break, only for the town council to hear. Uh, a man convicted. <laughs> It's just, we're such a comedy the show. First, the first three words in the story, a man convicted in the sprawling feeding our future scandal was granted permission yesterday to travel abroad next month so he could sell properties in Kenya right. to pay restitution. Uh, hold up. Hold on now. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I'll oh, be right back. Check this out. What you're telling me is... We're letting the guy go back yep. to sell resorts that he bought with my money yep. to come back and pay me back. Hold my Correct. spot. I'll be right back. U.S. Yeah. District Judge Nancy Brazel granted Liban Alishire's request to travel to Kenya for up to 30 days to sell his properties there, helping to cover... The $712,084 in restitution he's agreed to pay the government. Money that the Brooklyn Park man made by inflating the number of meals that he said he fed to children in need, which yeah, he did not right. do, nor did any of them. Now, Brazel was championed by Klobuchar, Amy, and was appointed by Trump to the district court. And she apparently is satisfied that this knucklehead's going to return. I, I guess you know what they're probably promising him: you return and give us the seven hundred grand, and you aren't even going to go to jail. So Would he, he goes be... over there and sells his stuff, and his wife and kids are going to remain here. Seven hundred uh, grand for a resort? Well, that's, no, yeah. th that's where my question comes in. That's the restitution. It doesn't say anywhere in the story. How much money he actually got. Right. He has so, been granted no more than 30 days for a trip to Kenya. He wanted 60 days. He's getting 30. Stretch it out a little bit. It's a tight market. It's a tight market. And he market. must stay in contact with his attorney and return his passport within 24 hours of returning to Minnesota. Oh, well, okay. Uh, He's one of the fakers that created the fake meal BS and claimed to be feeding hundreds of thousands of children. None of those feeding episodes were ever covered on the news. Nobody ever picked up on this, hmm. including uh, 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 the D Department of Education head, uh, Heidi, Heidi something. Heather, Heather, Heather Mueller. Mueller. Heather Mueller, who's managed to retire and not been heard from since. I, I don't know what role Heather played. I'm not suggesting she played a criminal role. I'm just saying that that, that all happened under the uh, auspices of the Department of Education. And uh, old Tim, that was one of Tim's people, 
And she just retired with her fabulous pension and whatever. Well, anyway. Joe, 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 Joe. Alice Shire is not a flight risk. There's only a 3% chance of him taking flight. He he um, he said he was guilty right away, right. and he wants to cooperate with Plus, authorities. I heard he made a pinky promise that he was going to come yes. back. And you can't and break a pinky promise. He's only going to get maximum value for his property if he goes over there and sells them himself. Because, because he has knowledge of the market. Oh, he's a yeah, market yeah. expert, yeah. Joe. I have a question. I bet Mary Moriality approves of this. In terms well, of real she's estate. She's not involved. No, but I know. Yeah. But I bet she's she probably this one does. On. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 2023, the last time I checked. There you, you are. You can you can sell you can buy and sell property. You can do that online. I was thinking the same thing. You know, I you, know a guy that does it. From he's the... a face to face guy. You can't <laughs> you can't get on a site over there and say, "Hey, sell the property." Whatever the Kenyan version here. of Zillow is. Yeah. I know a guy that lays next to a pool in Maui and does it all winter, <laughs> every winter. <laughs> um, if you aren't doing it, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you have to follow Bill Glon yeah. on Twitter for stories just like. And that. he center of the American experiment. He, he retweeted the Star Tribune article. It just said, and that, my friends, was the last we ever saw of him. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's zero. Ch- and he also had a great one about the, the food banks. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a shortage. And they said, well, man, if we only had $500 million, we hadn't blown on. Now, if this was on the boards in Vegas... There'd be, uh, oh. I'd be tempted to take the odds that he comes back just in case because I'm thinking a ten dollar bet's going to get me ten grand. Well, what? It's all going to hinge, I would imagine, on the loyalty to his family. Exactly. If the wife and children are here, he's either figuring out a scam to uh, get them over there. He gone, or he gone. Buddy, have you ever Daddy Joe, loves you very, very much. Joe, have you, uh, Such, have you ever heard the phrase, I'd leave my family on Christmas morning? I have heard that phrase. <laughs> okay, then. All right. Daddy cries because he stole food money. I can't right. see you again. Right. I will think about all of you every day. I'll send cards. A third defendant, Kadar Adan, was granted approval in September by Judge Tony Lewin to leave Minnesota for seven weeks to travel to Turkey, Ethiopia, and Dubai for business. Huh. What? What the hell? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, could this be a late entrant for Turkey of the Year? Of course, it's all kind of encapsulated in one story, isn't it? So many tentacles. I, I, uh, they, they do (laughs) cite a 3% chance of failure to appear. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Oh. So, so he the kid the, he has two children, and the missus, they're going to be here, and boy, <laughs> won't she be upset if he doesn't come back? Oh, he probably has a girlfriend in Kenya. Kenya. Well, anyway, that's uh, uh, you know, you ever get the feeling there's there's something going on out there we don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We just need to learn which laws we can break. Well, you know, Kenny, I'm on almost on that same wavelength. I was just thinking that there's got to be a lot of people who are thinking a lot of people. A lot of, a lot people, of people, people think. There's got to be a lot of people thinking, you know what? Crime's not a bad bet. I mean, yeah. we don't get punished anymore. We have no, a lot there's, of, I think there's, Joe, there's people sitting in prison right now going, oh, damn, 
I really screwed up. Yeah, I should have. I took it too far. Man, my yeah. timing was One off. step too what far. What was I doing robbing a bank with a gun? <laughs> I should have done this. Well, even yeah. oh more God. so, Joe, instead of that, how about, uh, you know, like a rule book that someone could come up with? Yeah. I don't know what that would be. I, 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 I've been begging him for well, how you know years what? now. You Chris, can... this would be a part of my university class oh, where I'm yes. going to teach how to be a, a drug mule, yes. how to transport. <laughs> yeah, I think this could be a class at my university. No, no, no. you got a pinky promise you're going to sell the resort and then come back. What do you think Mary would do with the 40-year-old guy in Lewiston, Maine? Cut a plea deal? No. Because he's white and he's, he's 40, he's so white he, and he's 40, he'd probably, she'd right? probably win. His brain has been developed yeah. in her mind. Yeah. She'd throw a third of the book at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Well, Judge Brazel, you must know far more than we do. Uh, this guy stole a lot of money, but he claimed $2.4 million in child nutrition funds. And he's only going back there to recover 700 Just, grand. I, I gotta, I, it's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> so I where's know. the other 1.3? Uh, Down the drain. Holy Oh, mackerel. so you did find a total. Laban Olishire pleaded guilty in January to wire fraud and money laundering, admitting he fraudulently claimed $2.4 million in federal oh. child nutrition program funds. Okay. The right. 43-year-old Olshire's companies falsely claimed to serve meals to as many as 2,700 kids a day. And nobody, Tim, in your administration ever wondered about that. That's amazing. As I've said, if that was actually happening, that would have been on the news every night. Right. Kids would have been around the block for miles to get fed. No one ever raised an eyebrow in Tim's administration. What's that line for around the corner over there every day? Beating Prosecutors say Olishire purchased a truck, a boat, and a trailer, as well as a five-bedroom apartment and a resort on the Indian Ocean in Kenya. So it's the resort that ostensibly he's going back to sell to get seven hundred and forty grand to return to the government. Where's mm -hmm. the rest of the money? There's no mention of that. None. Uh, Spent it on the food. That's the cost of doing business. Well, and with everybody else that's involved, are they going to get the same deal? As we, as we move along here. Federal prosecutors oppose this, saying Olishire has a motive to flee. Really? Besides <laughs> facing four, okay, besides facing 41 to 51 months in prison for his role in this scheme, prosecutors maintain that Olishire owns multiple properties in Kenya and has a six-year-old daughter in nearby Uganda. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait a minute then. Mm-hmm. If he's got another family over there, what compels him to return to this family? Which wife do you want to go back to? What What happened when uh, when the guy came out of the tunnel in uh, in South America? Wasn't the wife and the mistress waiting for him? Chile, yeah, Pedro. In, in Chile. Pedro. Pedro. He turn around and go right back and, in. And Pedro said, "Well, wait a minute." <laughs> Un momento, por favor. Uno. No, that's true, isn't it? Yes. The wife yeah. and the yeah. mistress were waiting. Well, totally we had true. him. We had the exclusive yeah, we interview talked to Pedro, here on Garage Logic. He's the one that he put you on hold all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold, he requested please. that you hold. Yeah. Good to hold, please. 
despite opposition. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the best part about that interview, though, was the fact that the mayor had to point out, hey, uh, Pedro, and Pedro was the interpreter, we should yes, clarify. Pedro. Yeah, Pedro that's right. Yep. Where Joe had to mention, hey, Pedro, I'm hearing you ask him a question. I'm not hearing him answer you back. <laughs> well, and the guy replied with, he doesn't speak English. Right. You know, like to calling you out, say, are you dumb? He doesn't speak English. Yeah. You know who the real schmuck is in this food fraud thing? There's so many. Yeah, take your pick. No, us. it's it's me. Yeah, it's us. us. Yeah. It's us. I'm still making payments on a truck uh, that was manufactured in 2016 that has 149,000 miles on it. I'm making payments on that. This guy buys a brand new one with cash. What good is it to us have been native-born citizens? Really? What benefits are we really? What happened so to the American dream, Joe? Great point. If we moved to Uganda, could we dream up a scheme where we could, you know, food fraud them out of 250 mil? Well, they don't have any money. That's true. You That's know, you got to go. It's like robbing banks. You got to go where the money is. That's true. Right. Despite opposition from the feds, the U.S. Probation and Pretrial Services Office supports the one-month trip with full details provided beforehand and the return of all of Shire's passport within 24 hours of his return. That doesn't seem like much of a demand to me. Hey, pal, we're letting you go. But when you get back, we want that passport of yours within 24 hours. Right. He's going, okay. Oh, yeah. No, you Got know her. what it is. Okay. Right here. You can go, but you're on double secret probation. Double secret probation. <laughs> and I bet Judge Brazel... Strongly instructed oh, him to, main con- to maintain contact. <laughs> don't with his think I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you better be back here. Don't think I will. Oh, I it's can't a hell get of a past, time we live in, isn't it? It's I just wonderful. I can't get past the the Donald and Amy together behind this judge. Oh, well, I that did is, some quick homework. That is weird to me. She had been appointed by Dayton to one level of judgeship and then to uh, move her up the ladder to the district. Judge uh, Amy championed her and uh, Trump uh, uh, nominated or appointed her. Huh. I don't okay. think there's any connection <clears throat> worth pursuing. Must, must have been an off day for the Donald. You've seen the, uh, you've seen the forecast uh, at EcoFund Motorsports, they not only have the snowmobiles in stock, Yamaha sleds, but they've got great snowplow and snowblower equipment uh, deals that are on right now. ATVs with plows and two-stage snowblowers and you name it, side-by-sides. ATVs comes with all the mounting plates and hardware. Uh-huh. I, I, this is new to me. EcoFund is so thorough. They're even covering all of your winter exercises and this is the kind of equipment that would make it all fun not to mention the electric bike capital of the world the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures exotic motorcycles uh service and apparel great pickup and delivery service come on tim pick me up i gotta call him uh ecofund motorsports they've been with us uh, since the beginning they cover outdoor recreation the way uh, well, the best in the best in the area, especially with that youth stuff, and uh, uh, they're in Forest Lake, the new store that opened last summer, right on ninety seven west of thirty five, and they're down in Burnsville on the service road of life, near uh, uh, County Road forty two. County Road forty two, and electric bikes are on sale now. The fall sale is still happening, and. Uh, 
And they're taking reservations for that winter storage arrangement where they pick up your ride, take care of it all winter, and get it back to you in the spring. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Hey, Rook, did I have you do? I didn't have you do Walter yesterday, did I? You did not. Can you do one right here? Can you lay it down here? Right now. You ready? Yeah. Rolling. Welter Heating is your champion this winter. You're going to call them. I'm going to give you the phone number in just a minute, but I'm going to give you a little history. Actually, it's not a little history. It's a lot of history. The Welter family has four generations in on air conditioning, heating, air purification, and the like. I, My experience, my personal experience with Welter was bing, bang, boom. I had a, uh, a piece of equipment changed out in absolutely no time. And you know what? I talked to Rick and we set up a plan. The guys came out, they did it. They hauled the old thing away and you know what? It is not making a whistle. I want to tell you what Did a great you get experience it is. Uh water heater. Water heater. Yeah. And if you're uh if if you have questions, maybe your water heater's going How's that go? Cuz okay. that's 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 what you want to listen for. And if you go to welterheating.com, there's a Q&A where they can tell you what's wrong with your uh, air conditioning unit, your heating unit, whatever the case may be. I need you to know they have 100 years of experience. That's all I want to tell you. Rick says, just get the name right, get the number right. We love Garage Logic. Well, they are Garage Logic. They're common sense. Welterheating.com at 612-825-6867. A human being will answer the phone and put you in the right spot. Welterheating.com. Yeah, John. 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 Uh, John. Yes, sir. Don't forget North American Banking Company. Gotcha. is fun. (laughs) <laughs> and then when you get to your midway point of your newscast, yes, sir. please throw it to Rook. <clears throat> Rook, okay. Rook, I'm going to need Minnesota Masonic. I have interesting breaking news here that says Goldie Hawn was touched by an I, alien. Uh, in- I have that in my news, I actually. saw that. Oh, you do? Oh, That's good. my kicker. It's my kicker, yeah. Oh, good. We've got to get to that. Uh, because, uh, well, the I'll let it go. There, there's I, know just one, I know. I yeah. know. One key phrase. Why do you and think wonder, it's in it, my news? Is it one or is it two or is it three or is it, you know. Oh, John, did God. you get the email I just sent you? Uh, email you just sent me. Let me check. Yeah. It comes to us from Kelsey. I figured it, okay. you'd enjoy it for your newscast. She yeah, said it, said it felt it like my, the hand of God. The hand of God. Well, yeah. Joe, let's not step on my punchline. Right, here. Joe. Yes. How are you? Yes. I am well. Are you comfortable? Make a nice living. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Let's go here. I see uh, Royce's uh, tweet. No. He put a a clip of Mike Johnson saying, basically, we don't live in a democracy, but a biblical republic. All Royce put was, what a twit. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> there it is. What a twit. <laughs> All right. Very Patrick-esque. Uh, come on, here. Well, I, I, I don't. Thank you, your, thank you for your patience. <laughs> Joe, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Reavers has something. All right. The end of the world's missing. 
What? Double click. You cannot stop him. He'll just is. make a move. Joe Suchere. Uh, Hofferman Water. I got a great email from Gary. He and his wife decided to make the switch and had the brand new Kinetico system installed. Thank you very much, Gary. Uh, they said Jim came out, gave us our free water analysis, and we were sold. 952-894-4040. Do exactly what Gary did. Have them come out, give you that free water analysis, and see if you might be in the market for a new Kinetico water treatment system. I've been a customer for years. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water, and it will do the same for you. 952-894-4040. You can also visit their website, hoffermanwater.com. They have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do me a favor. Call them today and mention that you heard it here on the Garage Logic podcast. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Before we get to local news, let's catch up on what's happening in Lewiston, Maine, where there was that mass shooting last night. As of this morning, Maine Governor Janet Mills says at least 18 people were killed and 13 others injured in the shootings. The suspect, Robert Card, is still at large. He's been on the run for hours, according to law enforcement, and now he has also been charged with eight counts of murder. The shooting unfolded in multiple locations, including a bowling alley where a teen league was taking place and at a local bar. Seven people killed at the spare time recreation bowling alley, one female and six males, according to authorities. Eight people shot and killed at Chmengi's Bar and Grill, seven males inside, one male outside. Three people died at a hospital, according to police. The suspect, a longtime member of the Army Reserve with no combat deployments, according to the Army. The Sergeant First Class Card is a petroleum supply specialist who enlisted in December 2002. Card's awards include the Army Achievement Medal, Army Reserve Component Achievement Medal, Humanitarian Service Medal, National Defense Service Medal, and Army Service Ribbon. A bulletin put out by the Maine Information and Analysis Center, a database for law enforcement officials, said Card had recently reported mental health issues to include hearing voices and threats to shoot up the National Guard base in Saco, Maine. If encountered, authorities say he should not be confronted and is described as armed and dangerous. And uh, in the last half hour or so, the Daily Mail, which it's always hard to uh, determine, I guess, accuracy or or something from the Daily Mail, but they're reporting, and nobody else is reporting this that I can find, that apparently he bought a 2019 Sea-Doo jet ski in June, and they're afraid he may have used the watercraft to flee investigators. Maine State Police aircraft searching over a small area of a nearby river in the early hours today. They also said, and I don't know where they got this, but a blue Chevy Suburban with a main registration plate 6625ZD believed to be carrying card crossed into Massachusetts at 801 this morning. Hmm. Uh, for what it's worth, that's they're the only ones reporting this, so I don't know uh, what uh, what exactly we should do. The, the mail will print whatever you put on the teleprompter. Right. Well, it, it could be in this case. Not but sure. jet ski. Jet skis made by Kawasaki, not the Sea Doo. Anyway. Okay. F Y I. You know, you're F Y the Daily Mail, I guess, because I don't have a clue. In other news, local news, Governor Tim Walls joining state and local leaders today to break ground on a new state emergency ops center. Members of the Department of Public Safety, Homeland Security, and Emergency Management, the Blaine Police Department, and Anoka County joining Walls to break ground on the State Emergency Ops Center in Blaine on Pheasant Ridge Drive Northeast. The goal, according to a representative for the governor of the $41 million project, is to strengthen Minnesota's ability to effectively prepare for, respond to, and recover from emergencies and disasters. 
Well, doesn't it all hinge on him calling the National Guard when the city is burning to the ground? Huh? Yes, it does. Hello? Huh? Yes, it does. Okay, yep. thank you. Right. Minneapolis Police Department is on track to exceed its budget for officer overtime and providing support staff for events by roughly five million bucks. That according to a budget presentation led by Police Chief Brian O'Hara before the City Council. Chief O'Hara anticipating the department will be in the same position at the end of next year recommended an additional five million to the overtime and support staff budget for 2024. Ward 4 City Council member and Public Health and Safety Committee Chair Latricia Vitao reacting, expected, said she expects it will cause some sticker shock among, res among residents. She said, I think there's going to be some pushback about the amount, but the reality is that's where we are in Minneapolis. We're paying to have officers on the street. Minnesota Nurse Association says its members are holding informational pickets today to address their concerns over what they say are Alina Health's plans to close services and cut staff. Pickets are happening in front of Abbott Northwestern, Mercy, and United Hospitals. The organization adds this isn't a work stoppage and hospital ops won't be affected. In addition, nurses won't be walking off the job to take part. Minneapolis Downtown Council has picked Adam Dwinink a former Metropolitan Council chair and a top lobbyist for Union Carpenters to be its next president and CEO. Dunnick, who currently serves as Director of Government Affairs for the North Central States Regional Council of Carpenters, will step into the role when MDC President and CEO Steve Kramer retires in December. Dunnick has a background in urban planning and transportation, faces challenges of bringing day-to-day -day foot traffic back to downtown Minneapolis, which still has yet to fully rebound from the COVID-19 pandemic. According to recent data from the MDC, downtown office buildings are at 65% occupancy, and two of the city's largest employers, Target and Hennepin County, have shown reluctance to bring their staff back to the office full-time. They do point out the summer showed the city has a capacity to draw hundreds of thousands, but it must be for marquee events only. More than half a million people descended on the city in June for the joint extravaganza of Twin Cities Pride Festival and back-to-back -back shows at U.S. Bank Stadium for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. A week later, a rebooted taste of Minnesota brought 60,000 visitors on day one. In Minneapolis, according to Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal, Downtown visits are 56% of their 2019 levels. The national average is 74%. Only two markets are having a lower recovery rate than Minneapolis. St. Louis, 53%, and Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, 54%. That's amazing. And I wonder, because I read that this morning as well, I wondered what percentage of that is 56%, is that what you said, is due to... Viking games, twins games. You know, you know what I'm saying. If they didn't have that, what, what other reason would anybody have to go downtown? Fewer people in offices reduces the value of an office building too. Then that reduces its tax value and yep. puts more pressure on other taxpayers. The city has been doomed to failure under the Mysterians, and that's true all over the country. The closest you get to the country's tallest buildings. Amen. Amen. One other uh, big event coming to Minnesota, a concert announcement this morning. A Grammy Award winning Chris Stapleton is coming to Minneapolis to perform at U.S. Bank Stadium. The 15-time CMA Award recipient set to perform April 6, 2024. 
A couple of good special guests, too, Lainey Wilson and Marcus King, young guitarist and singer who's very, very good. Stapleton announced he'll release his new album, Higher, on November 10th. He's already uh, put out three tracks from it. If you'd like to get tickets for this, they go on sale Friday, November 3rd, so next Friday at 10 a.m. through Stapleton's That's website. mine and Dylan's birthday. I have a question. I was oh, there is, yeah. for Stapleton and George Strait. Mm-hmm. Is he going to sell that out? Yeah, I think so with Lady Wilson and Marcus King. Probably. Didn't you just yeah. see Stapleton up north, John? Who, me? Yeah. No, Jason Isbell. That's oh, Isabel, that's right. Not right. Isabel, Isbell. Isbell. No okay. A. Yeah, okay. Isbell, okay. Isbell ringing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's none better, by the way, than Jason Isbell. All right. Okay. Thank we'll you, let, Mr. We'll FYI. Let, we'll let it go with that and take yeah. a break, and uh, we'll hear from the Rookster. Thank you, Johnny Cake Ridge Road. Uh, I that's not t- his name. That's the greatest street of all time. Johnny Cake Ridge Road in Egan. Uh, I will tell you this. uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities is a fantastic outfit. And you may not know this about them, but they would prefer to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, not the funny handshakes and all the other stuff, the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain. That sounds interesting. Caring for the elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington. It's a wonderful campus. You should stop down and see it. Plus millions of dollars given away in scholarships for Minnesota students. Plus, this is a really good one. This is touching, unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children struggling to find their voice. So it's not just the funny hats, the handshakes, the private meetings. They're open about everything, and that's why you can benefit yourself by learning a lot about them at mnmasoniccharities.org, mnmasoniccharities.org. So all you got to do is visit the website. Oh, and you want the, uh, the famous list of a couple? Denton T. Cy Young was a Freemason. Uh, Brigham Young was one. Robert Waldlow from Alton, Illinois. The tallest man. And Hans Wagner was also a Freemason. If you'd like to learn more, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. <laughs> Any uh, any Masons from the last century, right? You got to start over. You huh? got to start over. I had your mic off, Johnny. What did you say, Johnny King? Oh, I said any uh, Freemasons from the last century. You know, I, I, we're going to have to check in on that one. <laughs> I have to update my list, huh? Is what you're saying? I was going to say that during the spot, but I thought, no, I better not. You always can. You They don't, they love it. You can say whatever. Kenny, did we lose you? Uh, no, I'm just enjoying the broadcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Having a good time <laughs> I listening. I saw your lips moving and I couldn't hear you. I so. looked up the origin of Johnny Cake Ridge Road. I found that fascinating. <laughs> oh, cool. Did you um, steal that and, from Ethan Rook? Because he used to call me that all the time. I just remember that uh, the street. Huh. I think he called you Johnny. Did he call you Johnny Cake Ridge Road? He did, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Such. What? What? <laughs> Before we uh, before we get back to Johnny, yeah, can we please promote the Garage Logic Town Council meeting? Go ahead. No, no, no. Can can you do it? Yeah. See if you promote it. it yeah. It, it, yeah. That'd okay. be great. Thank huh? you. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay then. Thanks for that look in sports. Three, two, three, three. Okay. Oh God, John, you're always telling me about Leland's. Um, uh, Comedy routine. Yes, he's, sir. he's really funny. I played him the Boom Goes the Dynamite clip. Yes. He was in tears. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> Why is he doing it so weird? <laughs> well, I funny. said, buddy, he's nervous. He was nervous for doing a sports report. 
He's nervous. Then, of course, he repeated every line the entire day. You should play for him, that tiny little uh, manager. Who did he uh, manage for? The Orioles or whoever? Uh, <laughs> well, we not, yeah, you should. still in third grade. Maybe a few years. A couple years. Yeah, yeah. I want to wait a little bit. Don't think I won't. <laughs> Or that guy uh, who was the Cubs manager who went off on the uh, Lee, on, Lee, 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 yeah, play him that one. That's, That's the one where I thought my old man would have to need nine one one call. <laughs> then after that, uh, play him. Uh, I hope we get all these people work. These people work. He was bitching at the people who showed up. All right, we got to go here. We don't need here. this right now. Okay. It, it's tough to top Lasorga, too, though, about Kurt Bavakwa. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Kurt Bavakwa. Plus, yeah. I, I don't want to hear... hit water if he fell out of a boat. Boat. Right. I, I a lot of adjectives. Version. I want to hear the, the real, the real deal. Let's go here. Let's go now. I think Joe's ready, gentlemen. Come on. So, let's go now. Let's go here. Uh, music. How do you spell music? Flashlight. <laughs> My music player is slow today on this thing. Okay, uh, Joe, right to you to promote the town council. Roland, two, one. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Addison, See, one of the benefits check. of joining He's the town council. Joe's injury. It's what? Jesus. What? what? Just left the lighter for the yeah. lighters. <laughs> Did you not hear that? You were talking over the lighter, Joe. Okay, oh. I, I knew that. Yeah. Well, you did, okay. Yeah, they're going to be okay. One of the benefits. Okay, so now whenever you start talking, I'm going to talk, okay? What? <laughs> you know? One of the benefits of the town council <laughs> would be that you could attend the town council meeting November 15th at the Tattersall Brewery in That's River right. Falls, Wisconsin. They have a really neat theater setting there, and we're going to have an actual town council meeting. I'm gonna have the gavel as the mayor and the and the whole deal. It's gonna be a regular. Are you town gonna council meeting. bring that puny little tiny child's gavel, or am I gonna have to bring the real gavel? <laughs> no, I, have a, I have a regular gavel. I have a nice yeah, it's, gavel. It's kind of on the small side. I, a lot I, of people like my I'd, gavel. I'd be embarrassed to whip that thing out. And well, I'll tell you what. Uh, go to the website. You have to RSVP to attend. First, if you haven't done so, you have to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. Yeah. And then, if you are a Garage Logic Town Council member, you must RSVP at garagelogic.com. Right. And there's deals on spirits there. You can, you know, mm -hmm. shop for the holidays and bring home uh, spirits. And Festivities begin at 5 p.m. with the podcast beginning at 6 o'clock. And it's over at 7. Oh, yeah. You'll make sure of that? Yeah. yeah absolutely. It. It's a one-hour town council meeting. That's right. Yeah. Here's Johnny again. Thanks, Joe. Uh, just to uh, wrap up a couple things we already chatted about after we uh, we heard yesterday at the end of the show, three weeks without a speaker, the House voting to elect Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Uh, Johnson, the Trump ally, going so far as seeking to invalidate electoral college votes for multiple states in the 2020 election. Wall Street Journal reporting he made his name as what they are calling a culture warrior. Uh, the House of Representatives, uh, after the first action they took yesterday, was passing a resolution in support of Israel by an overwhelming 4-12-10-6 margin. Over a dozen 
progressive Democrats and one Republican voted nay or present. It was the first action taken after Johnson uh, became Speaker of the House. Among those voting, as we uh, pointed out against it, Minnesota's own representative, Ilhan Omar. U.S. economy grew even faster than expected in the third quarter, buoyed by strong consumers spending in spite of higher interest rates, ongoing inflation pressures, and a variety of other domestic and global headwinds. Gross domestic product, the measure of all goods and services produced in the U.S., rose at a seasonally adjusted 4.9% annualized pace in the July through September period. That's up from an unrevised 2.1% pace in the second quarter. The increase came due to contributions from consumer spending spending, increased inventories, exports, residential investment, and government spending. Representative Jamal Bowman has now been criminally charged for pulling that fire alarm during a House vote that would have avoided a government shutdown. The New York Democrat called allegations it was deliberate, complete BS, claimed he thought he was opening a door. There's but, video of it. Uh, he's a liar. I know. He disputed. Yeah. Uh, it but wasn't now, me pulling that thing he says he'll pay a $1,000 fine and issue a formal apology to Capitol Police to have the charges dropped. He said, I'm responsible for activating a fire alarm. I will be paying the fine and look forward to these charges being ultimately dropped. Capitol Police have concluded their investigation. The incident came as Democrats were trying to delay a vote on a bill to extend the government funding deadline and avert a government shutdown. Uh, as uh, Chris said, uh, there is video yeah. of Bowman pulling. The, uh, uh, he's a liar. Yeah, he's lying. Much. It doesn't look anything like a door, by the way. He says he no. thought he was opening a door. Seriously, he would have been better off saying, I thought I saw a fire. Yeah. Right? right? That would have been much exactly. more believable yeah. than there you I go. That would have made more I sense. I smelled yeah. smoke. Yeah. You know what? I was worried for my constituents. No, instead he just lies. Right. Thought well, that would have been a lie, too. But a lie that would have made more sense. More, more believable. Believable, uh, believable, right. believable lie. There you go. I, I hate to throw water on the fun, but what the hell are we doing here in this country? Allowing this bullshit to go on and on know. and on and on. It's just worse. I mean, this is this is an episode of laughing. Yep. I mean, it's complete. <laughs> right. It's a complete nonsense. And these people are ruling over us. None of them are working for us. They're all ruling over for us. And we sit here and laugh at it. What, what are we doing? There, I got that out. But stupid. Was that laughing? It was, yeah. Very Artie Johnson, remember? I mean, we that? should be outraged. We are, there. Kenny, but sometimes uh, uh, John, continue. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Joe ended that sentence. <laughs> A New York judge yesterday fined Donald Trump $10,000 more for violating that gag order in his business fraud lawsuit, warned the former president penalties will only get worse if he keeps breaking the rules set for the civil trial in which he's accused of falsely inflating his property values. The dispute began during a break in the testimony Wednesday morning. Trump went out, spoke to reporters in the hallway and said that the judge is a very partisan judge with a person who's very partisan sitting alongside of him, perhaps even more partisan than he is. Learning of the comments, the judge summoned Trump to explain exactly what he meant. Engeren had issued a gag order October 3rd, barring the former president from disparaging court staffers. In the Middle East, the estimated number of Hamas-held captives killed in Gaza due to Israeli strikes, according to Hamas, is around 50. However, that has not been verified by anybody. The spokesperson didn't give any further details. The Hamas spokesperson, neither Reuters nor Jerusalem Post, both covering the story, have been able to verify those numbers. 
Numbers are in from the first year X, formerly known as Twitter, has been owned by Elon Musk, and they're not good. App downloads fell for the company about 38% globally between October 2022 and September 2023, according to Sensor Tower estimates. In the U.S., mobile app downloads fell 57% for X in the same time frame. Usage has also decreased with monthly active users falling 14.8% globally and almost 20% in the U.S. year over year. User churn or users who stop using the app increased more than a third, almost 30% year over year as of September 2023. The ad business down 60%. That news coming from Musk in September. Actress Goldie Hawn's been known to be a bit out there on occasion, once in a while. Uh, latest news, she claims an alien once touched her. <clears throat> Actress appeared on Apple Fitness Audio Time to Talk. Kurt Russell put on the old alien suit and, hey. <laughs> no, he was in the closet with the video camera. I got gotcha. you. Behind the curtains. Not cuckolded by an alien. Alien. <laughs> Not quite a podcast, Time to Walk features guest speakers talking about their lives and experiences. Well, uh, when she was on, Goldie claimed that rather being ambushed by Little Green Men, she had in fact asked them to visit her, and they did. The now 77-year-old star revealed the incident happened when she was in her 20s, when she was living in California at a time when there were a lot of UFO sightings. She said, I went outside my door and I sat on the little ledge and I looked up at the dark sky and I saw all these stars and all I could think of was, are we the only planet in the whole wide universe that has life on it? She's a deep thinker. Yeah, really is. She said she called out to any aliens listening, saying she knows we're not alone and I would like to meet you one day. And just four months later, she says she was settling down for a nap in a friend's car while working <laughs> as a dancer. There you go. Uh, uh -huh. and and heard a high frequency in her ear. She claims that she send, uh, then saw three triangular-shaped heads, silver in color with tiny little noses, no ears, and a slash for a mouth. Huh. <laughs> the aliens. aliens and then came the unidentified flying object. The aliens were pointing at me, discussing me like I was a subject. She then said she was unable to move, but that the aliens, quote, touched me. And it felt like the finger of God. Wow. Just one? It was the most benevolent, loving feeling. Powerful, she said. It was filled with light. Wow. Uh-huh. Goldie yeah. says she never forgot the experience. Went on to speak to astrophysicists and research crop circles, claiming she once dreamed about aliens. The next day when she woke up, there was a crop circle where she was staying. Come on. She didn't even live in a rural area, did right. she? Dun, dun, dun. That's fantastic. She must be really needing some publicity. I think so. Yeah, yeah she has 77. Been a while since yeah. she's done anything. Yeah. That's right. Been a while. What was that boat movie she did? Uh, no, I'm going to take the high road here. Uh, I'm the one with class on this wow. show. Wow. I'm not going to mention okay. anything he about it. He knows all about post-World War II feminist right, art. Right, Yeah. That, yeah, I still, I got to listen to that. I still have to hands and thumb. Well, Goldie, that's uh, fine. John, are you done? Sure. All right. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to grill this weekend? You, you bet your ass I am. You got You're a cold. Michigan State game Saturday. You got a Green Bay oh, game yeah. Sunday. Uh, how about a Bavarian Oktoberfest bratwurst? You know what? You know what Grunhofer's oh, does well? Wait. Comfort food. How about we like to do the beer brats, a Bavarian Oktoberfest brat 
boiled in Oktoberfest beer. Ooh. I bet that'd be damn good. How about Oktoberfest with Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats Meets Bavarian bratwurst. And you got to get the shells Oktoberfest because that one's the best. Tater tot hot dish bratwurst. Are you kidding me? This is comfort food. Uh, candy corn bratwurst. Eh, I'm not a candy corn guy, but I bet it tastes good in a bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Pre-made meals, too. Just call ahead. To, well, you don't even have to call ahead. Caramel have them apple bratwurst is what they're featuring like on Instagram. Sound. I like that sound. Okay. Uh, you want your own meal put together? You can get baked beans and ground beef hot dish, uh, barbecue bean cups, tater tosh hot dish, tater tosh, tater tosh, tater tot hot dish. I was thinking of Peter Tosh. Right. Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I don't cold think he makes Legalize it. Hey, let me tell you something. Bacon fireball bratwurst. That's be- I bet that's hotter than you know what. Oh. Apple pie moonshine. That's a bratwurst. bratwurst? Yes. How many flavors are we up to we at Grunhofer's? It's infinity. Kenny, did you hear that? Fireball bratwurst. They're hiring, too. <laughs> if you want to work at the world's greatest meat emporium, they're yeah. hiring at Grunhofer's for part-time work at both the Hugo store and the Forest Lake store. Can I send my 11, almost 12-year-old kid to work up there? That way I get the employee discount? Yes. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> oh. There's probably some ordinance or something about that in the rules of the uh, Hugo City Council. Got it. They're in Hugo, just well, they're north of Hugo on Highway 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, and also in Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately east of 35. A new store opening soon, maybe around Christmas time, in the White Bear Lake area. And in the meantime, uh, visit Grunhofer's for this great, great comfort food that will overwhelm you the minute you enter the door. And not just brats, it's burgers, steaks, ham, bacon, chicken, fish, cheese, you name it. It's all available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. We haven't heard uh, how Grunhofer's is doing since they returned with us. Do we know? I think well. Are they doing well? When's the third spot supposed to open? Around Christmas. Got it. Which is really a barreling down on us. Less than two months. You guys. Two months from now will be the day after William Christmas. William turns 12 a week from today. That's old. He is 12. At time, way too fast. Way too fast. Man. She's handling it really <laughs> When's well, number too. three coming? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Better chance of meeting aliens. Right. Than- Goldie Hans Aliens got a better shot <laughs> yeah. than I do. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, yeah, I got to do that promo right here. Apparently, we have a leak. Uh, you sprung one? In the earth. Oh. The earth is leaking. Uh-oh. The earth is not your mother. Okay, we did town council. I don't want to read this. All right. Who cares yeah, if the earth is leaking? We are sinking. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? Uh, I might do lead, that. I am having email issues, gentlemen. John, don't forget to send me news stories. Oh, gosh, thanks. Oh, gosh. 
Golly gee, Wally. What time's the baseball game tonight? Or is it tomorrow night? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow, Chris. Damn it. Football Nine, tonight. Well, that's right. We got oh. hot Thursday Buffalo Bill action tonight against the Bucks. At Buff? At the Buff. I checked the weather. Doesn't look too bad. The uh, That crowd is going to be a point three in 10 minutes. They are now. right now. Oh, my yeah. God. I just saw a thing on Twitter said they do not have another game that starts before 425 Eastern time the rest of the season. The Bills? They're, they're all either prime time wow. or three, 325 our time. Starts. And they're kind of mediocre. They're... They are. kind of. They kind of go whichever way Josh Allen goes. <clears throat> yeah. A bit inconsistent. <clears throat> that playoff game a couple years ago was cold, man. Holy crap. The uh, Let's go here. Did, I'm just did, waiting. Did you see my fellas uh, where I just left? They have a winter storm warning day, 6 to 10 Didn't inches I, of snow. It's snowing up there. Well, I said yeah, to John, you got out just in time. And some of the videos they had was it's unbelievable. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Rolling. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. Well, Willard Anger notes that on the October 25 episode of Nova, that would have been yesterday, the narrator said over vast scales of time, the earth resets itself. Huh. Boom. He it hits the refresh button. He says, there you have it. It's a boom. Okay. It's your answer. Anytime we, you hear someone say the earth is dying, you just say, no, no, we're, the earth goes on and it resets itself. Does that include human life? I guess. Signed Willard Anger the, uh, with the weather. And Downing, uh, who has the pumpkin patch under the water tower in Highland Park. I got my pumpkin, by the way, over the did weekend. You? I did. What color? I'm, I know my pumpkins. <laughs> Wait. I picked one out within five seconds of arrival. You, and he said, you're, you're a man it? who knows his pumpkins. See? Wait, one pumpkin? Yeah, we only need one. You bought one <laughs> pumpkin? Yeah. Well, how many are you supposed to buy? Come on, you got about you know a bunch of grandkids and whatnot. You need a couple pumpkins. What's That's going just, on out there? I, I don't know. Don't mind that recording light. It's yeah. just you know. <laughs> Downing notes. Hey, Matt, I am here for sports talk. Yes, Thursday edition. <laughs> Are we doing that? Don't you lock the door? No. Downing notes. Uh, we've often heard you ask, "What's the temperature supposed to be?" In the case of the rock carvings exposed by low water levels in Brazil, Brazil. I say Brazier. You were thinking about it. Yeah. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. No, he yeah. is a Brazilian. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was McKinnon. thinking of laughing. McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, we might ask, what's the water level supposed to be? If you ask the people who made those carvings millennia ago, they would say the water level is supposed to be where it is right now. They would say that if there were any so-called climate change, it was when the river rose to the level it was when they when first seen by European colonizers. They would say that now the river level has to return has returned to normal. Instead, the river is supposed to remain at the highest level. That's Eurocentric colonial thinking. Huh. See? Okay. I mean, how do you argue with that? I have a ruling request. I believe that request. it resets itself. I have a ruling request. Joe and the boys. I'm asking for a ruling. Whatever is decided, I will comply. Hmm. I live in St. Paul in a corner house. My driveway is mine, and I don't share it with the alley. My garage faces the street. There is absolutely no reason at all for me to use the alley. Actually, I hate having an alley behind my garage due to theft into our cars and garage when the getaway car uh, is parked in the uh, dimly lit alley for a quick getaway that we can't view from our house. I 
received a letter this morning regarding plowing of the alley and re- uh, and requesting my share of the $500 plowing bill they have decided to hire. This leads me to question, am I responsible to pay for plowing an alley I don't use? I'm not trying to be uh, unneighborly. I have lived here almost 30 years, but I don't use it for anything. It's even worse in the winter because the plow driver usually pushes the excess snow into our driveway because he has nowhere else to move it, and then we're stuck snow blowing it along with our driveway, our elderly neighbor's driveway, two blocks of sidewalk. We live a block from an elementary school, and residents don't shovel their sidewalks, so my husband does it so children aren't stuck walking in the snow and have elderly to the other side of us. And our street, yikes, my husband and another neighbor plow our side street since the city doesn't get to it for two or three days after a snowfall. Sound familiar? Part of me says to be neighborly, pay my share, but the other part says I don't use it, so why should I have to contribute? Again, I am not trying to be rude, but I can understand everyone that uses it should take care of it, and we already plow out just about everyone around us, so I feel we are being neighborly. Uh, Because my husband is so generous with his early morning time before work snow blowing everybody out, including my business. I went with him a couple of years ago and purchased an Aaron's 28-inch Deluxe that can throw snow up to 50 feet. He didn't need to use the 48-hour rule on that purchase. So please, Joe, I know you used to run the alley plowing in your neighborhood, and I feel like you would be an expert as to what I should do. Much appreciated. Always pushing back usually with a child in my arms, Shelly, Gumption County daycare lady. Well, I am an expert, Shelly. I was an alley captain. You were. A role I enjoyed tremendously. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, well, two things. To say you never use the alley is not plausible. You you obviously use it. You just... No. Can you, can you not picture where she lives? Yes. Yeah, she faces a main street and the alley's behind her. Her garage is on the main street. Her yeah, her driveway faces the main street. Right, like mine so on the, Juno Avenue. So the alley runs right next to her garage I and it. driveway. I get it. I get it. But How can you mean you to s- tell me when she isn't in another neighborhood, she didn't <clears throat> cut through the alley to go home? No, it's too I, full of snow. I I believe her, and, and I have. You go ahead with your ruling. Then I have a. Um, I, I want to make a compromise. Well, and the second thing she didn't note is what's her share of the five hundred. If it's 20, 30 bucks, what, you know, my ruling is uh, you got to pay it. My ruling is you are part of the process. You got to chip in. I know you're doing yeoman service with the other people and the kids and the elderly, but uh, that's that's your alley, even though you don't live on it. It's still your alley. I don't think we paid. Boy, that's a proclamation from on high from Dare Leader, isn't it? <laughs> when, uh, when Amo Fay. Who was lived on Juno? They would plow the alley, and when they came around every year, my mom said, "We don't use the alley," so I don't think we paid. Here's here's what happens in the winter. Like she said, the plow pushes up a hump. Yeah. That hump ends up on their driveway. I can and a lot of it. wait, 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 wait. Okay, a lot of people they leave that hump. A lot of people. And that means it's really difficult for vehicles to get into the alley because you can't cut it short, right? You have to get a straight run. My compromise with her would be you pay the fee, but you make it clear that no hump will be left on my driveway. You get rid of that hump, and I will pay the fee. That's how I would would compromise. I got a better idea. I got a better idea. 
All right. She bills the neighbors a modest amount, and they'll clear the hump. Now that's going to cause friction. Well. You can't bill your neighbors. There's already. Well, it sounds to me like she's stuck with the hump that she right. said her husband gets rid of. Yeah. A lot but of people like snow. At the, ex- white. at the expense of his equipment and his time. <laughs> When it could see, be I, my my take on it is if your share is twenty or thirty bucks, <laughs> that's a small price to pay for avoiding the Hatfield and the McCoys. Uh, 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 being political, yeah, it it's a, it, if your share is you know a, a, a budgetary consideration, then I guess you have a case. But if your share is twenty or thirty bucks for the winner, what well, just it's like hush money. I think she should yeah. get something in return because I believe her when she said they don't use the alley and their garage doors don't face the alley. Um, so if they want her to contribute, they're going to have to give her something in return. Otherwise, she's just throwing money away. Like her own personal alien. And all five fingers but no thumb. Well, then, uh, Shelly, uh, we haven't clarified anything for you. My, my, no, no, we clarified it brilliantly. My idea is absolutely genius. May I ask you something? Are you no, the mayor? No, no, That's you may so not ask me anything. No further, no further questions, Your Honor. Kenny has checked out. A lot of people like aliens, the probing, the spaceship. Uh only because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, oh, Ecuador, on. from the Traveling Limans. Got him. On this day, Go. October 26th, in 1950, Edward Calvin Kendall and Philip Showalter Hench, Mayo Clinic doctors, and Taddeus Reichstein, a Swiss doctor, uh, developed... Cortisone. Wow. Huh. Isn't Reichstein a German heavy metal band? Reichstein. <laughs> Rammstein. Oh. Yeah, that's Rammstein. I've seen them. I've Rost. heard them. On this Ooh, day in Rost. 1960. Ni- uh, 1026. What happened in sports? On this day in 1960. 1960. Joe covered his first Twins game. At the <laughs> ripe old age of 40 years old. <laughs> I thought we were, we were we were not going to do that anymore. We didn't have pro sports in 1960. We did on this day in 1960. We were awarded a Viking friendship. Calvin Griffith decided to move the Washington Senators oh, to Minnesota, sure. where the team was renamed the Twins. Did they that move first 60? or the Vikings move first? Huh. The uh, Twins move first. Okay. The Vikings didn't move. They were an expansion team. That's true. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. It took them five years to get into a World Series. Is that correct? That's not uh, bad. That's not bad. It beats the current no, record. It, a lot of people it, like it really took, it t- Specifically, though, it took more years because they were the Senators before that. They're the same team, just change your name. The so. plundering. Jesus, John. God almighty. <laughs> God. Honestly, yeah, God. Why, what the I, hell? John, I appreciate it as a ball guy. Thank you, Chris. Okay, smart boy. When were the Senators last no. in the World Series? I don't know, but I'll look it up. Were they now I were in the know. World Series? Yeah, they were in they the were 20s. Champions. Weren't they as the reborn ones that became the Texas Rangers? Didn't that Senators bunch make a World Series? I do not think so. Not, not until, well, they did 10 so. years ago or whatever. Yes, the Rangers in Texas have made a World thank, Series. Thank you. thank you. But not the new Washington Senators that replaced 
the departed Washington centers. I don't think they ever made a World Series. So we're going back to when did the what? Team twenty four. It would appear. Wow. That's a long drought. Well, Speaking looking. of World Series, there's a very cool clip that surfaced this morning because today's the anniversary of the 91 championship. And they caught up with Tom Kelly saying, nope, I sat in the dugout, watched the players celebrate. It's just Tom oh. Kelly is the epitome of cool. He was 30 then. Right. He's just 30. Cool. Was he only 30? Yeah. 30. Yeah. yeah. And how old was Andy McPhail? He acted 35? like he was 90. Right. Yes. But yes. he's just freaking cool. Yep. I saw him play for the Twins. No. Yes. Come on. Yes. No, wait, wait, wait. No, yes. no. No. First base. He was he was born in 50, so he would have been 37. Yeah, 37 is more like it. Um, no. no, he would have been 41 no, in 91. he would have been 41. <laughs> oh, wait in 91. I'm talking the, about his first one. So the 87, he would have been 37 years old. Yeah. Well, the clip said he was, okay, maybe it said he was in his 30s. Okay. But he said he sat in the dugout and consoled some crying kids. Yeah, that's just. He he played for the Twins sporadically and briefly. Well, briefly. that's Ricey yeah. when he inducted him into the Twins Hall of Fame, talked about the majestic home run he hit at Tiger Stadium, and then said, oh, wait, no, that was Reggie Jackson. Sorry. Because yeah. <laughs> Tom Kelly yeah. had one home run professionally. Now, Andy Senators. McPhail was 33, I believe. Yes, John? The Senators were also in the 33 World Series, but they lost that one. So 24 they won, and 33 they lost. Who would they beat in 24? Oh, jeez, Joe. God. 24 yeah. they defeated the New York Giants in 24, and they lost to the New York Giants in 33. I'll be darned. And John, when did the Lakers leave? Nineteen fifty nine. Thank I'm you, not, not, If you're waiting for me, I'm not looking it up. So. I know when they yes. left. You'll look it up. I know you'll look it up. They you go. won't be able to handle it. California. Oh. Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. A lot of lakes in Los Angeles. They they literally didn't have a place to play here. They would play sometimes in Hamlin, sometimes in St. Paul, sometimes in Minneapolis. What about the Armory? Yeah. They played there. They played everywhere. They played Thank all you, over Sid. the places. <laughs> what about the Dome? Info. How come they never played at the Dome? The Dome was built after they left. I see. You objected to that. Hey, how about those Timberwolves last night, fellas? <laughs> hey, we got to get all the Friday stuff all in right, the day, help too, going on here. Who's Wembanyama? The rookie for the San Antonio Spurs. Wait a minute. Are we gone? We're not here? I can't be here. There will be a best of in tomorrow's funeral again. Too many people my age are dying. A lot of people. Is it my funeral? A lot of people don't like death. The finality. (laughs) Keep it up. Might be. All right. Uh, yeah. YouTube you subscribe. Horse when you do it too. He's he's got kind of a hoarseness. A lot of people like cold. That's better. You got to get some. Flam in there. Are we done yet? (laughs) A lot of people like phlegm with the PH. You're not practicing it, are you? I am practicing it. I'd walk down the hallway. Try it at the airport. No, I do it in the car. Hey, now. Hey, now. By myself. When the aliens. You and Goldie. Yeah, right. Apparently. (laughs) Pounding away. Gross. You and Goldie. She was a looker in her day. Oh yeah, she was like is. Cutie pie, man. Oh yeah, seventy-seven. That's that's a kid. Well, look at you. Wait <laughs> when, when, till you get to be seventy-seven. Oh, there's no chance in hell I'm making it to seventy-seven. Yeah. Not if you yeah. fall out of a cool. cab again. 
<laughs> Who wants to be 77? The, the guy, guy that's 76. 76 trombones. A man who pled guilty in the Feeding Our Future scandal. John, did you send me a news story? I did already. Thanks, John. Are You're the efficient? best. Hold on, sorry. This is going to take just a second, Joe. I appreciate your Come on, patience. I, gotta go. I know, I know, but it takes just a second for me to get into the old megaphone, not to be confused with the mega bus. A dollar get you all the way to Milwaukee. Joe, I am ready. A man who was convicted in the food fraud scandal. Are we capitalizing that? No. No. Yep. Has been allowed to return to Africa. I thought it was Kenya. That's in Africa. I know, but isn't it specifically Kenya? Okay, make it Kenya then. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. (laughs) It was in the news story. Has been allowed to return to Kenya. A lot of people. To sell the properties he bought with stolen money. What do you think of the movie Who's Minding the Mint? The properties he bought. <laughs> With Who are you talking to? Anybody? You, the okay. two older. Ilhan Omar. Oh, never never seen it. Yeah, votes. To not support Israel. To not. Not Israel light. A confusing <clears throat> alley snowplow ruling. Okay. John Height. I know him. Huh? Okay. Did you know that Kenya's in Africa? <laughs> I didn't know. A lot of people like Africa. Africa on the sand. He's almost hoarse, though. A lot of people like talking. And you don't use, you know. You know, because he does the you know as a... You know what else? He doesn't say like. Excuse me. Okay. John, I didn't get anything from you. Oh, there it is. Oh, Chris. Nope, I got it. It's right here. It was in my... Well, for some reason, it still goes to my spam. What do you call it? It's very weird. Okay, oh, are you writing about us? <sighs> oh, you want to write about town balls? About on about time you're on board. All right. A lot of GLers like town balls. A lot of people like town ball stories. Very boring. Chris, I will send you a timesheet in just moments. Oh yeah, uh, everybody, don't. Will you please send me your timesheets today? Oh, I got to do that right now. <laughs> Un momento, un momento, por Kenny, was that yes or no? <laughs> oh, was that? Oh, I'm. I apologize. I'm not offended. Uh, Christopher, yes, John. Did you take care of all my little disclosure? Uh, uh, I stuff? did. I forwarded it to <coughs> Caitlin, and I have not heard a response. But what I'll do is because I got to go turn your guys' stuff in. I'll go over there and make sure she got it. Okay. Rock. Kenny, did you do one? I'm doing one now. Thank you, Ken. If you want to just email it to me, I can make sure it gets to Caitlin. What? What are you talking about? 
the non-disclosure agreement. We have to do one every year. Is that the thing where uh, you have to say how much free shit you've received? Correct. Well, I already sent that to the person that's been plaguing me, and it's not oh. anybody named Caitlin. Who did you send it to? Uh, whoever's been sending me these constant goddamn emails. That's Caitlin. Caitlin Haig. Caitlin Haig. H A. Oh yeah, Haig. Yeah. <laughs> K Haig. No, I don't know her first name. K Haig. Awesome. Be nice. Well, to that her. might be, but she sends me too many emails. Finally, you, you have to answer why. them because they keep coming. You know why? God. When I don't answer your email, it means I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but do we still have to as independent yes. contractors? Yeah. Why? I, I asked if you and Johnny still okay. need to do one, and Mary said yes. Still seems weird because, yes, the answer, the short that answer was, is yes. 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 The reason I actually did it was so that uh, Mary wouldn't have to contact me because <laughs> it scares you. <laughs> I don't want to have a lot of people love, are afraid of Mary's. I'm not afraid of Mary. I love Mary. And I don't want to put her in a position of having to reprimand me. Well, plus the deadline was moved up because normally that has to be in by um, the end of the year, but they moved it up to November 1st. For some reason, I don't know why. My favorite part of that is where they ask you to turn in people. So I always turn in Rook. Always, well, every no, time. Remember when we had yes. when we were still on the radio and you would walk by Mary's office? Yeah. Reavers, you're putting all that free beer from the beer show on there, right? <laughs> Jackass. Well, are you? You are, right? I mean, that counts. Well, hell, the, the most secondhand supplier was Mary because she loves craft beer. <laughs> I'd say, hey, Mary, I'm not a big fan of this. You try it. See what you see what you think. <laughs> okay, I can't do this ADP and talk to you losers. So, hang on. Bef before you leave, you're going to have to hear this quote from Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House. Oh, God. Mike Johnson on his wife, Kelly, not being in attendance as he ascends to House Speaker. Quote, she spent the last couple of weeks on her knees in prayer to the Lord, and um, she's oh. a little worn out. Good and freaking God. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> Why did you not have that in your news? Yeah, I just saw it. It's just oh, right here. Oh, I just oh. saw the I just I'm saw the sorry. clip. I just saw the clip. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. What a twit. What a twit. I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw that it gave me a it gave me What's a What's up, Robbie? Hey Rob. Is that O'Brien? Yeah. Hey. Hi. Uh, Joe was wondering about Mueller. Yes. Did I already say something to you about that? Is there a chance? Because it's once a week. Yep. He's wondering if it can be pre-recorded because it's kind of a downer topic. He's just wondering if it's possible. Instead um, of doing it live in content, can we just have... He can even do one, a fresh one every week, but okay. can he just pre-record it and I could insert it like like uh, I would I do so. with... Let me talk to Scott. Okay. He's, he's, I want to make... Yeah. Again. He's like... Um, travels more than uh, he's, he's out of the country right now. Okay. So I, I think all he cares about is his relationship with Joe and then whatever we do to get people. He likes to just do Got it. Okay. Himself. That's that's cool. Um, since I've got you both here. We're on the council still, Rob. Hello? Oh, no. I'm just letting you know. That's cool. Okay. So, um, can we talk about Masonic? Yeah. Brooks right here. Are we actually going out live? Well, to the town council. What do you got? Town council, you get to be on a rare sales meeting. Um, <laughs> just an idea that came up in a conversation with Josh White. Yeah. To make it a little more topical and fun and engaging with the rest of the crew, what if we did trivia? Meaning, 
you ask a question. Are you talking to me? Well, I got to give them. Sorry, council. I guess we're cutting. A lot of people like content. So easy. Okay, hold on.